Hey guys, welcome back to the Musician Life Podcast, episode number five. And this episode... Cinco. Spanish. Cinco. Español. Oh, there you go. Si, señor. Uh, this episode, I got my man, Dave O'Grady, with me, back from episode one. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about this episode, Dave? Today, we are talking about the truth about cruise ship life mm. as a musician. Yes. And we know because oh, yeah. we have worked on cruise ships before. Shit. Yes, uh, Princess Cruises was the only company we worked with, mm-hmm. uh, to be fair. But there are other lines, and we did meet other musicians yep. uh, who worked on. Oh, actually, I worked on piano. I think you did as well, right? One of the fairies. Uh, I did. I did the sh- the short term for. I did DFDS as well. Okay, DFDS. So, so yeah, we have worked yeah. with a couple of other companies yeah, as yeah. well. But we have spoke to other musicians as well who have also worked with. Uh, Caribbean. Yeah, Caribbean and, and yeah. stuff. That was a big one, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, especially musicians. Um, so yeah, we're gonna just jump into it. So we'll give you the pros and cons of being a musician yeah. on the life yeah. of the sea. Juicy gossip. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So what do you want to start with then? So like, let's start with the pro- pros or cons. Uh, wow. Start straight with the cons. in. Straight in. Start, start, start with the cons. <laughs> oh wow, negative. Start with pros. End on a bummer. Round on a bummer. You bring it back. You bring Let's start with pros. Pros about cruise life. Well, mm. the. I think the the obvious one is the travel you get to do. Yes. Um, if you're Definitely. interested in seeing the world, um, and you know soaking in some incredible locations all around the world, mm. uh, and you happen to play an instrument, this is probably the best possible way that you can go about it because you're traveling the world and you're getting paid for it. Mm. Ultimately, for um, sure. you know, aside from the the strictly musical side of it, that's the biggest perk. Mm. Um, I mean, I was lucky enough to to go to some absolutely incredible places yeah man me too you did a lot more than me you've seen like twice as many places like Asia I mean that's that's the thing you you get how how long are the like contracts really like traditionally for a musician they're about four months normally but they can like I did a few ones that were shorter a little shorter yeah I think my my shortest one I think was six weeks Mm. Um, but that was like that's kind of a rarer thing yeah like you say it's average about four months Mm. contract so you gotta be prepared to be working away from home, away yeah. from family and friends for extended period of time. Mm. But you do come back. You have probably what was the shortest amount of time you had in the break? <laughs> probably like a couple of weeks. A couple of two weeks. weeks yeah, me too. Out. Yeah, yeah. Which sometimes can be hard because yeah, you've got all your family and friends you want to see. They might not be available, and then it's like, oh, I'm gone for another four months. Yeah. So that is on the flip tricky. side, the good thing about uh, you know being away from that extended period of time, which can be whenever. Mm. It can be over Christmas. It can be be over New Year's Eve. Yeah, well, yeah. It's any time of the year. Mm -hmm. So those four months, let's say. Uh, But I guess the good thing about coming back for maybe like a couple of weeks, a few weeks, is that those few weeks, um, you know, say you have three weeks off on your break, I mean, you get to do whatever you want to do. You know, like you're earning a good... mentally recharge. Yeah. But like, it's it's like three weeks off Mm. from anything, you know? Like, you don't have to go back home and do a job or anything. It's yeah, like... so it's a nice break where you can just, yeah, relax and <clears throat> yeah. just kind of sort everything out. I mean, yeah. if you're smart about your money, um, you know, it's an incredible way to save money mm. uh, as well as traveling. So I suppose the, the only thing which I think a lot of musicians have found to their cost is, like when I was on there anyway, the drinks at the staff bar are really, really cheap. Mm. Uh, and so you think, oh, I can like... You know, I go all the time and it's so cheap. It's great. I know I won't spend any money, but that that shit adds up pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, and then you got the like the stores there as well that you're spending money. We suddenly hit on the cons. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. With this, this, yeah, we're, we're, we're flying. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we got like you know, 
traveling let's rewind back to that that's I mean, the massive number one fucking yeah. everywhere man like Asia mm-hmm. like Japan New Zealand Australia yeah. I went to Austral Asia um, yeah you can do ones around Alaska you can do ones mm-hmm. you know both sides Mexico, of America Mexico Hawaii America is, are usually ports aren't they rather than I didn't really experience like sort of doing the America like you know like going into well, a lot but I, I think you mate, can a little Dan bit Dan did one where <clears throat> San Francisco was the home port yeah and it was San Francisco Mexico and then Hawaii that's what I did yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the only what I meant is like, like just doing like American. you don't do like the whole East Coast yeah. or anything because but, I think but, they have to go out don't they they have to go outside of America before they come back and circle around some sort of like legal had, international mm-hmm. waters type yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, isn't it? yeah that's why they always hit like a certain port okay. right at the end of the itinerary yeah, and then yeah. back to the home port but anyway traveling is pretty yeah. damn good even like, if you don't want to go that far afield there's some <clears> incredible <throat> ones around Europe like Scandinavia you can do yeah, ones yeah, around yeah. like Greece and Mediterranean. Um, Mediterranean I did a lot of that yeah. so literally like yeah. the world's your oyster when it comes to cruise yeah, ships yeah, yeah. The, the cruise ships go everywhere yeah. everywhere to see there's mm. a cruise ship somewhere so and I think yeah. be, being the musician part of it as well you are only there for a day most of the time there's the odd occasion you get like you know the, the ship docks and then you're there overnight and still there the next day like that's mm. a rarity yeah really I got um, that. I only got that once. Mm. I did a stay over in Hong Kong. Yeah, I only had it a handful of times in five epic. years. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, so you have to remember as well. You're doing all this traveling, but you're. It's not like you're on holiday, where you've got like you're properly in this village or town or city mm. in Italy, for example, where you can actually go and explore the place full on. It's not like that. Yeah. You you, you have to work every. You you work you you, you work every day much every day yeah um getting a day off is is uncommon mm-hmm. and you know initially you can think well I'm only doing like three or four sets at night so yeah it's not a lot of work but after you've done that for like two months straight mm. and you've performed every single day sometimes doing a deck set in the afternoon and then doing an evening set and th- this as perspective well. is from the party band isn't yes it? yes. Yeah. Um, so if you're working on cruise ships, right now we're talking about the party band, or you're you're about to explain like the party band kind of routine. Yeah, yeah. yeah so our our routine was um, uh, if there was if it was a sea day, as as in the boat is sailing between locations, mm-hmm. um, then more than likely we would go up to the top deck where there were um, like people could go up there and and sit in lounge chairs and watch a big kind of screen for movies. There was like pools there for mm-hmm. swim and stuff. So people are kind of chilling up there on the top <clears> deck, you know, soaking in some rays and all that yeah, jazz. Yeah, yeah. And so we went up there and did like a nice chilled out kind of acoustic set mm. during the afternoon. And then we'd do our standard three to four sets every night. Um, so yeah, initially you might think, oh, it's only, you know, I'm only doing like one or two hours work. But it does... Um, yeah, after a while, it can be a bit of a grind, especially if you're a singer. You really need to make sure that you look after yourself and look mm. after your voice, because singing perf- every day, performing for, yeah, yeah. for you know hours every yeah. single day, that's really hard for for a singer, especially someone who's a lead singer. I mean, mm. I, I played keys and I sang about fifty of the uh, kind of two hundred two hundred and fifty songs in our repertoire. Mm. Um, so I sang a song like every every other song mm. kind of roughly or one in three something like that so I luckily I was okay I didn't get any problems with having a cold or anything so I didn't have too much trouble but almost every singer I know at some point has had an issue because everyone gets ill mm. you know yeah, of course. or or 
some people are just not as experienced and they might just hit the drink too hard up in the staff yeah. bar and they pay for it for the next day because yeah. they're a bit raspy. Um, so, yeah, definitely if you if you are going to be a singer, you do need to, to be careful and just kind of look after yourself. Mm. Um, uh, you know, really try and do a bit of research into... Uh, things you can take to look after your voice you know it's like taking yeah, honey there's I th- like I think, tablets you can use yeah just things to look i mean because you, you can buy some little bits from like there's like a little shop or oh, there are little shops on board mm-hmm. uh especially in but there's like a small one in the crew area isn't there like, shop yeah but again it's not always open and stuff like that so i think yeah if you're gonna go on these cruise ships as a working musician i think really taking some stuff for you like you know to help you through example painkillers or something like paracetamol mm. something like that you know yeah, like you never couple, know when you might need it a couple yeah. of boxes in them for headaches or whatever just in case maybe some plasters you know like general yeah. things like that i think is a good thing yeah like aside from <clears throat> aside from singers for the for the musicians of the band you know things that you never really think about because you might not have done it done, mm. performed every single day for such a long period yeah, of time yeah, but yeah. you know it's quite common for people to get repetitive strain injuries mm. uh, i know that uh dan the bassist who i played with he had an in- an issue with his shoulder that mm. really bothered him because you know he's had a base on a strap over his shoulder and yeah. the weight of it was quite a heavy base. A he bit had. of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I never factored that in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but like he got that. I know a drummer that got. Um, you know, had he really like messed up his wrist big time mm. again? Similar, you know, <laughs> dropping the p word yeah, yeah, and that yeah. kind of equation. So, um, and so yeah, so you know, these are all things that you don't really think about, but mm. but um, yeah, looking after your vocal cords, looking after your body, yeah, uh, because yeah, repetitive strain injury, um, it's it's a thing that musicians deal yeah. with, and it's something to to consider. It's just a, a few things that you're trying to foresee. Yeah, you know being away for a good few months mm. that you know there's a difference of being home and having the freedom to run down to the supermarket to run to the shop or yeah. you know you have stuff at home when you're on a ship just, that's in the middle of the ocean yeah exactly you've you're, got to sort of be prepared to bring that stuff because you're stuck on sea so yeah. you might not be able to access that stuff as simple as paracetamol right away yeah. the shop might be closed you know like definitely I think thinking of a few things like that ahead of time mm. Pack it in your suitcase, get there, and if you don't use it, then fine. If Absolutely, it's, if it's yeah. There, then great. It's just you know? it's better to plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no other situation <clears throat> other than kind of hotel work, like yeah. luxury hotel work abroad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if if you've never performed abroad, there isn't really a situation where mm. you can um, kind of copy that the, the you know the, the lifestyle yeah. situation that you're going to be in. Yeah. So it's yeah, definitely something that you do mm. to think about. I mean, going back to to the pros, like the, mm-hmm. the things that you enjoyed the most on cruise ship life, ship life. Yeah. yeah. Um, like what were some of the things for you that were really big pluses? Definitely travel. Like see, being able to go to these places. So like, for example, I'd be home on the break. Uh, and you know, in, in my, in my breaks, it was like, if I had a girlfriend, it was like, you know, spend time with her. But also, also, <laughs> maybe a day. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know that or your know, family and friends like that's the main thing you're going home that's the main thing you miss mm. is, is and your hometown and, and your so you're saying family, you not seeing family friends is a pro is that what you're saying <laughs> no, no, I don't no. have to see these motherfuckers <laughs> no, no, no. no uh, I can't remember what my point was um, I was saying I was saying travelling mm. 
my point was I, I just remembered it it's when you're back home in those 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 uh, those times and those breaks you know you see, catch up with family and friends mm. and they're kind of like so uh, you know where are you off to next and it's like oh, I'm off to Hawaii Mexico uh, going out to San Francisco yeah. by the time you've gone through like a couple of weeks at home caught up with family and friends and been like yes like immerse yourself in that be there like fully and you appreciate and you, your family yeah. and friends a bit more because 100%. you're away from them yeah, yeah. which I think is, is it's a amazing. nice thing really yeah it's a really nice thing yeah yeah anything you're around all the time you slowly lose appreciation for or like you know because you don't have the Take opportunity it to miss it you? yeah absolutely yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah just getting excited for going away hmm. uh, is always a great thing because yeah especially you know, when like, you've got a really cool <clears throat> yeah like, and you've got multiple you're, destinations yeah. you're going to and you're going to yeah. revisit those destinations like mm. a few times within a few months you know yeah so you can really plan out all the things you want to do because you'll Absolutely. have more than one opportunity to yeah. go there and do and, it. A, and another great thing is <clears throat> when you go onto those ships as well so you're going to Hawaii for example that's one of the, like, the places you're going to on the stops in this itinerary mm. people you join the ship new you're fresh there's other people that have been there for ages <clears throat> and they've already done stuff so they know what to do in these certain ports and stuff so again you're finding out stuff so you can like literally just get the best you know, advice from the people already absolutely there. you know um, so stuff places to go places not to go whatever you know one thing I would say just for people that are unaware uh, when you're on the ship you can't get off the ship every single day there's normally mm. uh, a, a sea a, day a, a rota yeah, yeah, yeah. where people are put into groups uh, so there might be um, four, five, six groups of people that everyone's assigned to. Mm. Uh, and when the ship's in port, the ship needs to have a minimum number of, of staff on board, on board yeah. just in case there's any issues. I mean, most yeah. most of the passengers are going to be off, but <clears throat> for the few people that stay on, mm. you know, they still need to have people around. And yeah. just in case there's an emergency, you need to be there to help. Yeah. So um, there's some, some ports that you might have to stay on. Uh, but what was very common with with me and the people that uh, and the other guys I worked with in the band was um there's usually someone on the ship who's willing to swap groups <clears throat> you can either swap with friends mm-hmm. uh you can swap your cards uh in like the office uh, so you can get off on a day and you can do like you know to tell someone to take a favor for you and you can do a favor for them uh, I remember it was we put we had an overnight in Hong Kong the day before my birthday mm. on the ship and that was a situation where it's the only overnight in Hong Kong. No one wants to swap with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, there are such, you know, you might find certain members of staff um, that if you give them, you know, 20, 30 bucks, because you get paid usually in US, US money, um, that uh, you can, you know, it's probably worth, I think I ended up paying, uh, it's one of the tech crew, I think I gave oh, them yeah, like yeah. 30 bucks. yeah. yeah. Uh, to get off and it's just like that was yeah. worth it because it was one of the best nights of my life yeah um, so so you can usually find a way around it but just to be aware that, mm. that you know it you can't just bugger off whenever you want yeah there, yeah. there is a little bit of you have an uh, itinerary yourself or all the musicians do anyway yeah. where you'll have one day at least per cruise per like mm. s- you know uh, in your week travel two weeks travel yeah where you'll have to stay on board yeah Unless you can swap it or pay someone to do it yeah, yeah. for you. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. Um, let's talk about pay. Uh, it's normally, what is it normally about $2,000? Yeah, so a month? at the time, Can't remember. it was around about £1,600. Mm. It's probably going to be a bit more now because the exchange rate isn't as different. Yeah. Uh, but and it's, I, but and in, think... in dollars, it's usually about two grand a, a yeah. month, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I did both the 
for, uh, the party band hmm. and the orchestra. Okay. And when I left the... Is there a big difference? When I left two? the orchestra, I was direct with Princess, so I had no agency right. fee. Um, and I was £1,850. Mm-hmm. So £1,850 okay. so a, a month. Um, so that was pretty good. It's a pretty yeah, decent yeah. wage. Yeah, especially for... when you consider the fact that no get, rent. Yeah, you get flown out for free. Yeah, there's, I think that there's a couple of um, specialist restaurants on the ship, but mm-hmm. by and large the buffet <clears> and there's like a pizza joint but your, and a burger. Your main joint, things are pretty free. much all food is free. Like you said, flights out there are free. You land, you stay in a hotel the first night. Mm-hmm. To you know, depending on how far away you are. Yeah. So if you're leaving from the UK and you're flying out to like, New like or something, yeah. yeah. Then you, you stay in a hotel that night. The whole flight's free. The, that hotel's free. They pick you up in the morning. You join the ship. The ship is your accommodation, and it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, food on board is free mm. for crew. That's breakfast. That's lunch. That's dinner. That's all your main meals taken care of as long as you stay on the ship. Yeah. As soon as you jump off ship and you go exploring places, you're going to be paying for anything out of your own pocket. Yeah, touristy stuff. Which yeah, 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 exactly. The only other things that you pay for is... Any utilities or items that you need on the ship, so yeah, if you need you, to buy you need soap to get and your, stuff, or... yeah, you need to get like washing detergent, you know, shower and yeah. bath, toiletries and whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, if you want to go and have a drink in the bar or whatever, of course, drinks you got to pay for, yeah, yeah, even though they're quite cheap. Um, and then the only other thing to be aware of is you have to pay. Um, uh, you, you pay for like a limit of data for internet oh, services. Oh, internet. I nearly forgot about um, that, yeah. And uh, So there is Wi-Fi on board most of these ships or pretty much all the ships, especially yeah. now. We've been out of the game for about three years, I'd mm. say. So I'd hope it's better. When I would we were hope on it's it, better, yeah. And I, it's always going to improve anyway, yeah. you would have thought. But yeah, when we were there, our experience of internet. Yeah, when you're, when you're on the ship at sea... Um, you uh yeah you're gonna struggle to be able to watch like youtube videos yeah that's not gonna happen you're very much limited to messages like Mm. facebook or whatsapp or emails or whatever you can't really stream movies or anything you do have a or we had a movie service so in each cabin you have a tv and they have like a staff film service where there's a a really good selection selection of of movies and documentaries whatever so that was that was really handy Mm. but um yeah the, the one thing that i definitely keep an eye on is there's um there's like a peak and off peak time for the mm-hmm. internet um so what we ended up doing or what i got into the habit of was um um i'd do my gig and i'd come back at around half 11 midnight whenever we'd finish every night uh and after midnight is is when you'd be in the off peak mm. so then the data wouldn't eat as much um into yeah i think it was like the data like you, don't, you don't use up as much data in yeah, the off peak yeah, yeah. times yeah um, so there's hacks around it things like that yeah, so yeah. so that if you're going to be like I think it's passable planet, at least anyway you can manage you can manage um, it's difficult if you're in a relationship with someone else who's on land mm. because you think but just the nature of the distance is yeah hard. you can get uh, calling cards as well can't you I remember you have uh, cards that you can buy for internet yeah and you uh, have cards that you can buy for calling phones yeah, there's, there's like phones, phones. Yeah. there's a phone in your room obviously you have to be wary if you've got a roommate and stuff so it might be a bit weird but um, I think there's phones on the decks and stuff like that you can use as well um, so yeah I would say if you're in a relationship just quickly touch on that you know it's not the easiest it's not like being on land where you know they're living half you an hour away whenever you want yeah like, or you might be it's just the a time zone might be eight hours different yeah so that's like because at my exactly yeah time zones as well yeah. Singapore which was eight hours you know you might work in Australia or New Zealand which is even more yeah uh, and so then you're dealing with a situation where 
you know, yeah, you you're performing in the evening, so between let's say seven and twelve, yeah, you're going to be busy working. Yeah. Um, I've had that before as well. So I was, that I was might... literally working in Australia, mm. and it's like when I woke up, it was like literally bedtime over there. I had to get a quick phone call yeah, in. One, yeah, yeah, one or both of you is going to have to make yeah. a bit more of an effort to stay yeah, yeah, in touch. Yeah. It's it's doable though. A lot of people it's, have done it's it. It's doable. It is just it's just a bit it, difficult. Yeah, it's just hard. But we, yeah. if, I mean, the the uh, the band that I performed in, the drummer and the singer, they were together in the couple mm. on the ship. Um, so I guess they're not way. dealing yeah. with long distance. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, they and they're married now. And yeah. I know other people that where they've you know you've they've met someone new on the ship and then you've gone on to different contracts but mm. they've stayed together and and you know it's it's definitely doable it's just mm. um yeah, let's talk it's... about uh the music quickly yes uh, because obviously you know we talked this this is more ep- lifestyle stuff isn't it? yeah this, this episode is really the truth about cruise ship our experience from a mm. lot of different perspectives because obviously music's great that's what we're doing it for mm. but you've got to think of all the other parts of it as well which make up your life experience on this ship. Yeah. Um, so we talked about, yeah, like uh, traveling and all the places you go and how to live on board and what kind of things to expect and mm. preparing yourself for going out there as well. Music-wise, uh, um, briefly, maybe you just touch on uh, the pipe band kind of stuff and I'll touch on the orchestra yeah, type okay. stuff. So generally you'll have quite a large repertoire of songs because... Um, you're going to have people that might be on the, the same people you're performing to for up to 10 days, maybe even 15, mm. depending on the length of each, each cruise, cruise yeah. um, tour. Um, so you're going to need a fairly wide kind of variety of songs to, mm. you know, so you're not playing the same There's thing different every night. theme nights and stuff like and that. And then, yeah, the, yeah, with regards to the theme nights, what the way that we had it was the night after, uh, after everyone's got settled in, you'd have uh, what was called a champagne waterfall. So the captain of the ship would come out and have a word and there'd be this ceremony where there'd be like a pyramid of mm. champagne glasses that they'd pour and people can go and have photos. And everyone was dressed up in, uh, it was like black tie event basically yeah. and ball gowns and stuff. So you would be playing kind of like uh, like, sw- like swing jazz or kind of like jazz standards and that kind of thing. Mm. It, it was kind of chilled out. You didn't... Yeah, you like soft, need, soft, soft kind, kind of easy music. listening yeah. jazz and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't have to be like, yeah, you know... You don't have uh, to be a jazz musician. Yeah, you don't need to be Charlie Parker or anything. No. But you know, just enough to Playing to some like... Like Fly Me of, to the Moon. Yeah. You know... Some ballad like type songs, maybe a bit of uh, Van Morrison, a bit of soft Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Isn't yeah, She that Lovely, kind of that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah bangers yeah bangers, bangers though <laughs> um, and then uh, we also had a rock and roll night so mm-hmm. you have entertainment staff which kind of like they host the events yeah so imagine having like your own ant and deck you yeah. know for, for each event one of them being uh, a rock and roll night where the passengers would be taught a line dance mm-hmm. anyone who wants to get involved to get them up on stage and and it would be a big kind of group participation thing and so we would learn um uh, yeah like a, a night's worth of rock and roll music mm. uh, so four sets worth of that um, we'd have another night that was a disco night which was really good fun uh, we had a country night sorry the country night was for the line dancing mm-hmm. rock and roll was for you know getting people doing the jive and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. Um, what else did we have country disco rock and roll I think those are the three theme nights yeah I think that but was you also got like, like you said before the deck sets which is afternoon can uh you know the afternoon sort of like maybe a bit reggae bit of like Acoustic bit stuff. of pop stuff yeah. stuff like that yeah you got evening deck sets as well maybe 
like one, once a week or once a cruise, yeah. maybe a couple of times a cruise where it's like late night, big party upstairs mm. and it's like Latin, it's like Ricky like Martin. Like, like yeah, celebration, of, like yeah, party yeah, yeah. party stuff where people would just go a bit nuts. Yeah, the, the rest of the music would, you, it's just catered towards, if you, you know, consider that the clientele that you're dealing with is generally going to be between uh, like late 30s to mm. maybe 70s. Yeah, and it depends. Again, it depends on itinerary as well. I found Alaska was way more older clientele. Okay. You know, people going there for their last holiday because they're about to die. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> the last place I'm seeing. Um, yeah, um, so that's that's. I would say that's pretty much a good summary of yeah. the pipe band stuff. With the orchestra, um, you got quite a diverse stuff your kind of style of music you're playing really you need to be a, a you have to be a strong reader you have to, to be, be a good sight reader yeah. to be that because uh, you're doing shows um, you know with with the whole dance cast the whole orchestra um, a couple of well, four singers I mean this is just my experience anyway so when you say an orchestra what would that if you so just orchestra, tell the, the, the viewers yeah. and listeners what that consists I think it's of. always changing because they're, they're like cutting musicians and they've gotten smaller and some still go massive and stuff like that so it's, it's all going to be dependent on what cruise line you join mm. but from my experience it was a uh, bass player that was what I was doing drums um, guitar piano and then I think it was three horns trombone trumpet and sax um, I think sax played like flute clarinet as well, as well. yeah, yeah flute. Like um, so yeah it was like a seven piece I think or was it yeah six seven seven eight yeah. We're not here to do maths. <laughs> you figure it out. Quick maths. <laughs> Quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't good at maths. Um, yeah. So you've got to be a good proficient sight reader, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you've got to be able to read charts as well. I mean, god damn, the charts. Um, so, so, so what is that for the... You had like a jazz... Yeah, so... so, so, so out of the theatre environment. Yeah. You normally performing. So, so you could have one gig, which was like... Uh, the theatre, mm-hmm. big show, basically like West End or Broadway show, mm. and that's reading, and that's click track, and that's you know, backing music as well, and the bands and yeah. dancers and singers. As someone who never performed in that but just watched it, they, they're, cool. they're, they're amazing. They're Very really good cool. fun. They look yeah, like yeah, they'd yeah. be really good fun. It's a load of fun. That was like one of my favourite parts of that gig. Yeah. Um, then there's like uh, smaller broke up, broken off sections, so it could be like the keys player, the drummer, the bass, maybe a guitar, or trumpet or something like that like mm. just a four piece maybe um that would be just like a jazz thing maybe in an evening that would just be our gig it'd be one set two sets like just be a couple of hours mm. very chilled lots of charts and uh just just chord charts lots of solos it, i can bet lots yeah. of solos um so you, in that kind of environment you have to be very comfortable uh with maybe jazz songs you've never heard or jazz repertoire in general melodies obviously be able to solo improvise on the spot um, when it's your turn um, that kind of thing really I would imagine the hardest part that was probably the hardest part of that gig more harder than when you'd have the guest entertainers I would have thought yeah. that would be tricky really right. that was the hardest that was the hardest because so, some, so explain some, the guest, what's the guest entertainers okay guest entertainers is very much similar to the production shows except obviously there's no dancers and there's one singer, one performer who's just come onto that ship for a couple of weeks or a week or something. Mm. Um, and you're just, you literally just learning their show, which is going to be like, I think it was like 45 minute show or something like that. Mm. 40 minute show. And you're just literally learning their music and their show and how it runs. And it could be uh, very, I mean, the styles were quite different. It could be anything really. It could be it? anything. Yeah. yeah. yeah it could, uh, 
I don't know. Be like classical there, there's a Whitney Houston tribute yeah. that I did, which was absolutely amazing. There was another guy who was like more like piano player and like comedy as well. I so a friend of mine who was a lounge pianist uh, <clears throat> also had his own show. It was like a uh, it was like a seventies kind of tribute. Mm. It was like seventies ballads and pop and stuff. Um, so it was like kind of Tom Jones and yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of yeah. Um, there's a, there's a so, whole mix yeah, out there. You could, you could have all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But was that not really tricky <sighs> because it was pretty much like you're given the music that morning or the night before and it's like, this is it. Yeah. yeah half yeah. a day to learn it. Yeah. But again, that's where the sight reading comes into it. But it's, it's you have to be good at sight reading for that aspect, but also very uh, good at adapting quickly on the spot to, you know, oh, that's what you meant. This, this is kind of how it's flowing. Mm. I'm going to bang straight into this track, into this track, or there's a big space and, you know, uh, especially for drummers it was like very much some, some a lot of it was like cued so it could be like a joke going on and then this person's like it's this part of the joke and it's like or some yeah. role like you know I don't know that so kind of stuff destroying you know? drum stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure what else is a part of that gig oh big band big band gigs as well um, again that's sight reading that's mm. just charts and stuff um, so yeah uh, that was that was cool um else was there um it sounds like most of it really didn't it yeah just trying to think the the, the orchestra gig is definitely more diverse mm. in the stuff you're playing from like theatre shows to little jazz gigs to big band to uh I don't know what else the, yeah, the, 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 range the, more. the distinction I would make is I think to, to be a musician in the orchestra band you need to be more technically proficient and yeah. you need to be a stronger sight reader. Yeah, stronger sight um, reader. Improvisation is a must. Mm. Those two things are key. And just your general knowledge of the instrument and how to yeah. play with other musicians. Get those down, you're good. Yeah, whereas the party yeah. band is... It's as much about the... It's more memory than sight reading. Yeah, because you, you're you not playing to lead mm. sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no sheets, no notes. Um, I mean, really. I had an iPad in the corner, but I very yeah. rarely used it sometimes just for lyric cues yeah or it's more like a live wedding band type thing it's like yeah. more like in that vein and yeah it's the the performance your live performance on stage visually yeah it has probably, to be more energetic yeah it's is, 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 the is orchestra. almost as important as the music yeah. that you're playing in the orchestra you're sitting down yeah you're a session player you're in the thing. background doesn't yeah. you can you can just chill and yeah. focus on the instrument That's it. it's not about performance physically yeah it's about playing it's just about the instrument yeah Whereas, yeah. yeah the party band it's probably because you're playing uh, less complicated more kind of pop kind of mainstream mm. music uh, there's less of a technical aspect and yeah more of just a a show kind of performance aspect yeah, yeah. so if if you're if all you've done is like jazz and mm. then you're being thrown into a party band you need to make sure that you're not just sitting well you're not going to be sitting yeah, yeah. you're going to be standing up there's going to be lots of energy Definitely. so you need to factor that in if you're going for that kind of job yeah cool man I think that's pretty much We've we've hit most of the things on on cruise ships from our experience at least anyway for this quick episode. Yeah. Just before we finish, I'd just say, what would you rec- who would you recommend this type of job for? The, um, cru- the cruise ships. If you've never done the cruise ships before, would you recommend to go and doing it? And who's it best suited for? Do you reckon? Hundred percent, I would recommend uh, any musicians doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoy traveling, uh, it's an almost ideal scenario where you can get paid mm. to travel the world and go to incredible locations. Aside from that, I think it was really, really good for me. Um, it really improved me as a musician massively because mm. I was never in an, 
an environment before where I was performing live every single day. Mm. And if you're doing that for several months at a time, um, if if you're serious about your instrument and you're willing to put in the work outside it, and you know if you want to work on uh, improving your technique and your scales and soloing, whether you're doing mm. the orchestra band or your performance side of mine, I really felt that I improved massively as a singer. There was a huge difference in my singing, just my, my confidence, mm. but also I think just my technique naturally improved because you know you're you're doing uh, from the party band side, you you have a 250 300 songs once you know them you you know them inside out towards yeah. the end so you can really kind of play with it and you can mm. try things yeah, yeah 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 that's true which i i like to do um and i feel that my yeah my technique really improved as a as a pianist as well just because once you have the, the set list is set uh, you probably learn a couple every now and then as you're on the ship but you've got all right this is my block of songs mm. this is what i'm going to do and when you're performing that set list over you know a week or two over and over that you can really hone your craft yeah, and focus yeah. in on it so yeah, um, yeah it, incredible fun a great way to save money a great way to travel and a really good way to improve as a musician technically mm. as well cool nice yeah, yeah I would recommend it if it depends on what you want out of being a musician but if you want to travel if you want to earn some money and be able to save some money mm. best best opportunity to be able to do that 100% because you're not paying anything we've already discussed that but you can save a lot of money and you can come away from that experience and I think if you've never done it before just go do it once at least you know mm. I think the people that don't do it the musicians that don't want to do it would be like original singers something like that who really just have the ambition and goal of being like I want to be an absolute session player in like London or some big city like that and I want to write my own material and I want that to be my life and that's a long process obviously mm. um, but you know that that's kind of the musicians maybe who wouldn't go and do that yeah you know if, if and I, I reckon anyone who's looking for like a long term career and just wants to do that then that's absolutely doable mm. like you can be the orchestra you can be the party band and you can just do it for 5, 10, 15, 20 30, 40 years yeah there's and a that's huge age do, range you know? of musicians on absolutely. the ships yeah. so huge. if you're interested in doing it long term and you're happy to, mm. to move around yeah. Um, then yeah, it's it's definitely a way of life yeah. that a lot of people do. Or I recommend it to uh, musicians just coming out of college or university. Um, That's kind of how just, we did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just finished studying. You've only studied music and done some gigs and blah, like stuff, you know, Fish locally or yeah, in the yeah. UK or wherever you're based, and then properly go and do that. Just do one contract, see what it's like. Come back home and then do something else, mm. whatever you know. But I would recommend it as well. Um, cool anyway that's the episode we'll finish it there hope you guys got some good value out of this um, that's yeah. it that's, I mean uh, I got some good value out I found yeah, out my mate Dan's a pussy <laughs> <laughs> you better go tell him <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah man that's that's the the Musician Live podcast episode number 5 all wrapped up uh, find us on YouTube we've got the videos uh, if you're listening on the audio you obviously you know found us on the podcast all platforms um, and that's it and then drop us a message drop uh, a message either in the YouTube comments um, or drop it on Instagram drop it on my Instagram private message me whatever which is uh, JK the bass player or what's yours um, mine is David O'Grady 3 David O'Grady 3 yeah the number 3 cool. at the end number 3 that's it uh, we'll catch you on the next episode guys peace out